0: Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that
1: gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
2: All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Todd Chasers Podcast, where we connect our listeners to all the local captains, charters, tackle shops, lure makers, chefs, photographers, videographers, and the avid angler, and just about anyone in the industry that has the same like-minded as we do and just obsessed with fishing as much as we do. Uh, once again, if you like what you hear, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking us up at Ty Chase's Podcast, and also follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure you follow our latest venture with Waypoint TV Podcast Collective. We're on there just check us out. You know, there's many podcasts on there, but just make sure you check us out first. Now, this is where I usually introduce our favorite co-host, Dan. But unfortunately, Dan is still out with a cold this week and won't be going on with us. But have no fear. I have a special co-host today. Since you guys loved him and his moose story so much back on episode 31, I figured why not bring him back as a co-host? So ladies and gentlemen, today I have my good friend, Mr. Bobby Norgard. How you doing, Bobby? Howdy, y'all.
0: I'm doing well. I'm, I'm sad Dan's not here, but uh, happy to step in to take his place for the moment. Uh, I wish him a speedy recovery, though.
2: Yeah, I know. Pull, pull, pull the relief pitcher out of the bullpen, right? Is that what we yeah, call it? Yeah, that's
0: right. World, World Series just ended, but so baseball's over, but we'll still play.
2: All right, sounds good. All right, let's stop goofing around and introduce our guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this captain has been on a few radio talk shows. Uh, he's a fly fishing ambassador for Vietnam's fly fishing community also pro staff for Nautilus Reel, Sims, and a few others. Uh, we're not gonna mention those, he'll mention them himself. Now this man, if you're looking to make a trip down to Southern Florida and want to get into some exotic species on spin, or fly like we do, it's my honor to introduce you guys, ladies and gentlemen, to Captain Justin Nguyen of Castelline Charters. How you doing, Captain?
1: Good, good, good. Thank you, Kwa and Bobby. Uh, thank you for inviting me on the show.
2: Oh yeah, no problem, man. Uh, it's always good to travel the world, Different parts of the US and find different ethnics and captains out there. You know, everyone makes sense. And uh, you know, honestly, uh, when I f- scrolled through your Instagram and saw the some of those awesome. crazy f- fishes on there, the colors of those peacocks, you know, it just struck my interest and especially the fact that thank you. It's, thank it's, you. It's, well, thank it,
1: you. It's great to be here tonight. Yep, nice to you guys. Yeah, and it's fly Good fishing.
2: It's fly fishing. So me and Bobby's all about fly Woo-hoo!
1: fishing. <laughs> all uh, right, come down, Bobby. Why? Come down
0: anytime, okay? Uh, whiskey's kicking in
2: <laughs> all right so um like every every great story starts somewhere uh so we want to know where um you started captain justin and how you got where you are today you know tell us what you, where your fishing started you know and how it made you into this incredible angler today let's see let's hear a little backstory about yourself
1: okay um well we all started when when i was uh, maybe five six years old uh grew up in south vietnam and um you know, family home, we have like um, five, six houses, my uncle, my aunt, the whole family. And uh, that was, you know, a little river behind our houses, you know, and, uh, you know, start catching small fish, you know, on bamboo rod, line leaders, you know, little, you know, warm, but bay I was using at the time. And, uh, you know, that, that would be uh, dinner, you know, and uh, all my uncle and the family, uh, you know, we uh, used to catch fish for, uh, with cast net, you know, little little wooden canoe. It was just uh, <clears throat> it was a, a way, you know, of uh, life back home. And uh, I didn't fish much um, when I moved. When I moved to the city. I moved to Saigon when I was around maybe seven or eight. Um, and then uh, we moved here when I was ten. And uh, fishing, uh, kind of, you know, didn't really fish much until my late twenty, early, you know, late mid twenty again. stopped doing bass fishing. In, um, you know, off in uh, Chicago, Suburbs, and uh, Northwest Indiana. And, um, you know, I was doing a lot of bass fishing then. I got into fly fishing uh, early 2000. Um, uh, one day, you know, I, I went to Walmart, and uh, I was checking out some gear, you know, bass lure, you know, top water, you know, jerk babel, you know, uh, sanko. And a couple of local came in, and uh, he's like, hey, you know the steelhead were running you know they're in the creek i was like steelhead who didn't know what steelhead fish were you know and uh so the next day i came i came to trail creek in anna you know look around and i walked down to um this tiny creek i saw a a dad a father and a son you know he he must be like four or five year old you know son a little kid they were drifting you know um, I don't know what they were drifting at the time, but you know, underneath a bobber. And I looked down, the water is so clear, you know, it's very shallow. And then uh, inside, I was like, man, there's no fish here, you know? So I just turned around, walked back to the parking lot, got in my car, you know, and went on and uh, do some bass fishing. So anyway, the next day, I drove past that public access, you know, I drove back and uh, this guy he walked up the hill, out in the parking lot. I mean, he was carrying two big stew head. that thing must be like 12 pound each you know on his shoulder on a stringer and i'm like whoa 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 you know uh what, what what the hell's going on here you know those are big fish you know so i make a u-turn came back to parking lot and then uh came down to the creek check it out again and this time there's like you know five six anglers were there and um i think um if i uh, as i remember correctly it was towards the summer run and um in Northwest Indiana, like I told Bobby uh, earlier, you know, we have the best steelhead, you know, Skamania steelhead run in summer. And I, I came down, I came down and uh, I saw this two fly anglers, you know, one from the opposite cri- side of the creek. And uh, another gentleman, uh, I remember his name was Joseph. And um, they were fly fishing. And um, minutes later, you know, they both hooked fish. And, uh, Man, that's the first time I, I saw the steel hat lift up like tarpon jump you know dash around head shake and I, I I was I was in love I was like cool I want to do this and um I saw him land you know the steel hat. he caught on um uh, just a, a, like a little nim like a prince nymph, and this big fish this is like 10 12 pound fish I'm like wow you know so anyway I fell in love with fly fishing right then um, Two days later, I went out to Bass Pro Shop, you know, check it out. And um, I brought my uh, first uh, fly outfit. Um, it was at Creek Canyon, if I remember correctly. So anyway, it was an A-way with lying leaders, you know, everything rigged up. And um, I came down back to the creek. I caught my first uh, steelhead on a fly, 11 pounds pound, half And uh, it just, boom, it went on from there. A few months later, you know, I'm taking my friends out to catch fish, this and that. And one of my local friends, like, hey, Justin, why don't you uh, be a guy? You know, again, I was like, what's a guy? You know, so I, I did some research and um, got my first business called Right Out, Fly Angling Adventure. And I started taking people out, putting them on fish. Did that for a couple of years and then uh, up to 2007. And, uh, you know, I was getting more busy, busy. I changed the name to Trail Creek Guy Service. Um, and, um, you know, we do a lot of uh, center pinning, flow fishing, um, fly fishing, spin fishing. And um, yep, that's how I started, you know. Um, and uh, I'm down here in South Florida for guiding for peacock bass on a fly now. That's a pretty amazing story.
2: Bobby, you ever did any center pinning?
0: I have. <laughs> I don't know if I want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have actually. It's uh, it's the Joe DiRio special here in Connecticut during the winter, um, and it really, it, I mean, it it kills fish. It does. It rocks fish. So it, it's a good way to fish. You know uh, what? Uh, Center pinning, flow fishing.
1: I I was was saying I agree uh, with a lot of people. It's like the deadliest method for steelhead and salmon fishing. I mean, the drift is so naturally with current. You know, you cast out. You know, and the the reel is just similar to fly reel, but it has no drag. Um uh, right. Bobby knows. And, and it just drifts so naturally and still have, can't resist, you know. I mean you yeah. floating you drift things, spawn sac, uh, cooked shrimp, uh, even the crawlers, you know, a jig, you know, it, it's just deadly, deadly. It's,
0: it's funny, though, because they get a the bad rep with us fly fishermen, you know, some people say it's not really fly fishing. Yeah, yet. yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen
1: a lot of ang- anglers. Um, they fly fish, but they they don't fly fish correctly. You know, you you cast out, you mend the line, you drip. If you want, you know, if you drip a, um, a fly on any indicator um, and that's, you know, stripping streamer, if you drip on an uh, indicator fishing, I mean, if, if you get a bum. You know, m- make sure. I mean, this guys. You know, if they get a bump, boom, they set the hook. So it's, that's why a lot of a lot of sunpin, uh, um, centipin, sun cent- sunpinner, they they saw this fly fisherman's hook hooking fish on you know on a gill, on a side, in a tail. So uh, y- you got to learn to fly fish correctly. You don't set the hook every time you get a little bump. You see what I mean? So uh, they end up uh, you know being called snaggers. You see what I mean? Oh yeah. So, um, I, I like, I like drifting, um, in, you know, uh, beads and, uh, you know, small nymphs, but I do, uh, I do streamer fishing for, um, peacock. I mean, I'm sorry, steelhead. uh, you know, cast, you know, <laughs> cast it out drip manual line and then let it drip into a pool, then strip that streamer, let it sink a little bit and then steelhead. you know, love it. Yeah. Can't resist it. This,
0: the swing is pretty deadly too, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, um, the river I fish is a little small, so we can't do any swinging, you know? Um, I, I fish with a switch rod, eleven sixty foot switch rod, which you can not use one hand or two hand. But uh, most of the time, uh, where I used to guy um, fish with you know nine foot eight weight, you know sometimes seven weight. And uh, oh man, they 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 are crazy fish. I love steelhead.
0: Never been. Did you, ever, did you ever do any fly fishing back in Vietnam when you were there? No, no. Uh, it was just. It was more
1: like tankara, you know. Bamboo, you know, lion, and, you know, little hook. Um, yeah. I didn't really uh, actually use the fly. You know, we used bait, you know, but it was long, like, like a pole, you know, long uh, bamboo rod, you know? Yeah. So, no, um, I start fly fishing. Like I told you earlier, you know, when I saw that the two gentlemen hooked, you know, the steelhead on a fly back in early 2000, and that's when I, you know, began to fly fish close to about 20 years now, close to. So nice. it just um, practice practice you know i used to buy uh, dvd you know uh, books you know read them you know and call, you know go out of water and just practice you know just like anything you want to get better you got practice you got to put it yep. in your time yeah, yeah,
2: yeah not me i just keep going with bobby and then he yells at me every time i mess up <laughs> i mean it does it it, it, it it it's a fear in your ears you know i mean for me it's yeah. like i go out with bobby i know and he'll be he'll be right on my back he don't fish he'll sit on my back. Hereby like, strip 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 set men. strip strip men. it's it's, it's oh, re- men. Else men men men, been you so that's like, kind of good, right Bobby? It's, it it's, it's repetitive in my ear. It, when I go to sleep at night after uh-huh. a day, I hear it. I hear men, men bigger, <laughs> yeah. men bigger, uh-huh. <laughs> men. And then
0: you it'll know, be a it's funny though with fly fishing, because you can go out there if 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 you're doing it right, you know. Mm -hmm. you know there's times where you know you do the right cast and it you do everything right usually you get a hit if you mess up one thing first of all most people don't know they're messing up that one thing right so they don't know they're supposed to mend when they're supposed to mend right and and that makes all the difference in catching fish and not catching fish exactly and uh i was talking about
1: indicating uh nymphing you know drifting before with indicator and uh a lot of um anglers their first mistake is uh Sometimes you know, you, you add little split shots to it to get it down way deep in there. And some of them are um, you know, put on such a big uh, split shot. So it's dragging the bottom. And so when it bump fish, you know, they you know, that's how you snag fish, you know. Yeah. Um yep. You, you gotta let that fly, you know. I mean, if you drip deep, then it's okay. You know, just watch the indicator, manual line, whatever, you know, depends on the, the current, how fast the current's moving. Um but uh, I just, I mean, as split shot, as, you know, uh, needed, depend, you know, how fast the water you're fishing at, you know, well, that, that, that's, that's that's my technique. Um, and just, just keep, keep your line. You can feel, if you feel a little bum, you know, twitch a little bit, you know, don't, don't, don't set it up, you know, every time you get a bum, you know? And uh, I mean, that's that's a few time. you know, I excellently, you know, snack fish, you know, but, it happens, yeah, it happens in fly fishing when you're drifting yeah. a, you know uh, a nymph. yeah well, i do i
0: do actually a lot of bottom bouncing for steelhead which, yeah. which is pretty much similar just no float right and but i use yeah. a lot of yeah. foot shot and just bounce along yeah. the bottom yeah. same deal when you feel it stop yeah. you don't you don't just rip it out right i mean you're just stuck on a rock or you're in a fish so you just give the little pull and either yeah. it keeps going or it stays yeah. Yeah. and that's when what's, your, game, right? what's your favorite fly for
1: a steelhead uh, when you're out targeting steelhead bobby
0: some what cheese colored eat? egg. Okay. Yeah. i My right.
1: go to now. Uh, I'm, I'm share, you know, with you and maybe listener, if they fish for steelhead, um, egg suck and leech, you know, yeah. the one, the purple one with the ping egg, at the eggs on top. Yep. You can drip on a uh, an indicator or you can, you know, cast it out into a, 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 you know, into a pool, let it sing a little bit and strip, strip back. Oh my God. It, they love it. Yeah, like
0: my, my buddy's my buddy's secret weapon is like a red and black woolly buggerish yeah. kind of streamer a white crystal white crystal bugger
1: you know uh olive you know they, they like that too and yep. um the, the olive crystal bugger is, that's my go-to for um largemouth bass black olive or just white um uh, you know or brown but um again the woolly bugger is it's universal you, you can catch it you it catch is. all kind of species with that you know i mean yeah i always have it in my fly box you know you know, I never leave home with a woolly bugger right
2: man we turned this into a whole steelhead episode we, we did that. i don't know what happened <laughs> we did <laughs> we, we forgot about the rest of this. this is, well, this, why, is what yeah. hap- this is what happens when the co-host has a a, a bottle of uh, nice bourbon next to him and the and the, uh, the guest has a nice bottle of heineken with him we, we get into all kinds of talking yeah yeah all right well uh yeah let's jump into the the next thing um so uh, so now you're a guy down in uh south florida um and your comp- your charter is called Castle Line Charters. Um, tell us how it came to life and how much hard work and sacrifice did it take you to get,
1: you know, to where you are today. Yeah, I uh, relocated to uh, Myanmar near Fort Lauderdale, North Miami, uh, here in 2017, um, uh, mid-August of 2017, which was like uh, a month before the big Irma hurricane we had out here. Remember that? Um, mm-hmm. And um uh, you know um I was gonna you know I, I was I want to uh, start guiding again but it, it was tough in the beginning you know uh my wife's work you know family this and that and then uh, um we came down here um to help our uh, a friend's business and um it, it, you know it just didn't work out and we were gonna move back we were gonna move back and I you know I, I told my wife my wife's like um yeah okay let's move back but I was like you know what um moving back and forth it's going to cost us a lot of money you know kids school this and that so um we like you know what we decided to stay and um as we uh you know we, we talked uh, a couple of days ago and you know i told you about my restaurant venture business yep. the yep. workout um i was starting doing land charter i had my clients um you know used to fish uh with me for steelhead you know come down here with their wife on the cruise hey justin you know um Let's go catch some peacocks. But before I go further into the peacocks guiding, um, I'll share with you, uh, you know, my first peacock, how I caught it. So anyway, um, after settling in like three days, you know, um, you know, got everything settled. There's a canal right in front of my house. You know, and um, it's funny because a couple months before I actually moved down here because I came down here first and then I, I flew back, you know, I dropped one of my car, you know, the car here, came back, Got my wife, the big U-Ha, and trail her, you know, Honda pilot down here. Um, I spent like a week walking the canal, trying to find peacock, you know? <laughs> and I couldn't catch one. I didn't see one. You know, you just gotta know where to go, you know? And I was, uh, again, I was just fly fishing. I wasn't using live, you know, shiners, bait, you know, that, that's what they use down here, shiners. So anyway, I was like, oh man. Um, went back, got my family, you know, got wife and kids. Came down here and then three days after settling I walked into the canal in front of my house. You know, fish for like maybe maybe less than an hour, and I hooked onto my first peacock. You know, wasn't a monster, maybe two and a half pound. You know, two two and a half pound on a six way, and the fight was like wow. You know, and the color, the pattern, I, I fell in love with the peacock bass. And I was like, you know what? This is just like guiding up north. You know uh, what a use to guide for? you had you know walk along the canal or, you know along the stream. You know, and um, look for structure, rocks, and you know. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm I'm gonna start doing this. This, this might work. So clients come out on vacation, call me up. You know, um, not extremely busy. You know, maybe once, you know, two a trip a month. But I was. I was starting to, you know, getting more busy after like six, seven months, and um, <clears throat> we, we, me and uh, my wife, I told you, so I was like, you know what? Um, it's not busy enough. I'm not making enough money. Um, I, I love guiding, but uh, um, a friend of, uh, you know, of mine want to get into the restaurant business. And as you know, and uh, I don't know, Bobby knows, you know, equanos so you you know that I you know I'm a chef, I cook, I, mean, I have a restaurant experience, you know. So anyway, I was like, yeah, let's let's hook up, let's let's um let's get this restaurant, you know. And uh, I guess it didn't work out with me and him, you know. Um, I, I was sad. I was like, oh man. And my wife keeps saying, you know what, restaurant business is long hours. You know, you love fishing. Why don't you just do what you love? you know, you're a guy, you know? And I was like, okay. So um, took the money, invest in the boat, you know, Lady J, um, my uh, flat spoke here. And uh, business stopped picking up more, a um, little bit. And, um, came the, you know, the COVID down, and uh, everybody out here, you know, I mean, it was slow. And uh, a lot of cancellation, rescheduling. So um, January of um, this year, And, um, you know, clients start coming down again. And uh, it just picked up for me. It just picked up for me. And uh, I'm glad, I'm glad that I'm back on water doing, you know, doing what I love. And um, I wanted to guide the flats, but um, as you know, you know, it's it's tough competition, a lot of competition down here, you know. Um, All the captains, especially Key West, you know, you get second, third generation captains down there, you know. the north key key logo you know all that and it, it's tough fishing pulling around for eight hours in the flats you know looking for our tarpon our snook you know it's, it's tough so this peacock bass is hard it's it's easy you know but it, you, you kind of know where to find them and you kind of know um you know how to how to target them what technique what fly you use uh you know um where to find them um like we we uh I shared with you a few days ago, talking to uh, you here, um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, they're in, in every canals, every waterway. True. Then again, no, it's not true. You know what I mean? Um, there's some canals down here we call a dead canal. You, know I mean? you might walk for like half an hour, 40 minutes, an hour, and you might you might see one or two peacocks, you know, 12, 14 inches. Um, and if you know... Uh, the canals that hold bigger fish, usually they, they like to hang um near cover, you know, because the cover connects canal to canals. So they can move, they can, you know, uh, go into lakes and in different canals they can travel. But um, that's what happened the first two weeks before I, I went to get my family. Man, I, I was I fish a lot of canals and I couldn't find a And the water is very clear. Some canals very shallow. I mean, sometimes you see them, you know, they're bright, you know, orange, yellow, you can see them. But there's some canal you walk for half an hour now an you don't see no peacocks i mean I, you will catch a mine cichlid and the other cichlid you know um spot tilapia but um if you're using light bait and it's different um on a deeper canal you know um you throw light shiners on there um by bridges you know structure rocks um where there's a lot of grass cover yeah you know you might find peacocks you know using light bait but again, you know, I always fly fishing, so it's hard for me to target. I don't know where to go. You see what I mean? So yeah, the first year, I uh, I spent every day. You know, sometimes two, three hours, sometimes four, five, six, sometimes you know, seven, eight. You know, just scouting for new spots. You know, and um, you know, I uh, I find some nice spots where I can uh, you know, guy take my clients. Um, sometimes first spot, I'll catch. You know, I have them catch one or two some this day five or six, and then someday none. <laughs> then I would take them to the second spot. So, so what I did is I scout all my spot close within driving distance because I was doing land. You know, clients would meet me in front of my house here, you know, park their car, hop in my truck. And I was like, hey, you know, okay, this is where we're gonna fish. You know, we, we don't stay too long. I don't like to stay one place too long. Um, if fish are biting, again, you know, if fish biting, they say never leave fish to, you know, to find fish, correct? If fish biting, you know, I have my clients say that, but sometimes I do leave a little, you know, I, I would like to, you know, bring them to a different spot so they can experience, you know, um, different scenery, different water, you know. Uh, I don't stay at it too long, you know, get them five, six, you know, peacock bass. And then I was like, hey, let's hit this spot down the street. And then I keep moving, moving. And um, the land charter um, helped to kickstart my career. You know, I'm, uh, I'm more on a boat charters now. Um, as you know, I guide the Everglades, you know, and the North, uh, the Freshwater part for peacock bass and largemouth bass. Um, I also do uh, snakehead charters. Um, for snakehead, I, I like to do on on, on land, you know, um, because uh, most of my the canals that I fish, I guide for snakehead. You know, um, produce good fish, good bite, and bigger fish. You know, I I just uh, I purchased my john boat 12 foot john boat last year and we just uh me and a friend uh he just helped me uh kind of you know rig it up uh for snake hat charters um but um again so, sometime i will take uh yeah. the john boat out for a snake hat but again i will also do land charter for snake hats um but um uh, I I get busy uh, guiding the Everglades for peacock bass because a lot of people are like, you know, I want to fish the Everglades. I told them, you know, if you you visit Florida and you never experience the Everglades or fish out there, it's a must. You know, at least do one time, you know. Uh, Sometimes clients clients book me for, you know, two days and I'll fish Miami one day, the Everglades, you know, one day. But they always like to fish the Everglades, you know, where you can enjoy the scenery, watching gators swimming around. It's just more... Uh, more relaxed, you know, uh, nature, you know, um, while in Miami, you know, the canal connects to, uh, you know, lakes that you fish behind people's houses, you know, just like off in, um, Delray, um, like Ida and Osborne, uh, you know, where, where you know, where would you, where people go to target, um uh, clown knife. Hmm. Um, yeah, so it's two, two different, you know, um, water, um, but I love the Everglades. I mean, uh, when you and Bobby get a chance to come down here, you know, how about my skip, go fly fish for peacock bass? I want Everglades. You're gonna love it.
2: You don't have to ask us so. twice. Fly yeah, fishing, tell me with a good time. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, so Eric pretty... Cohen uh, was on the show, um, right? Last week was it last week, qua? Yeah, Eric was on last yeah, week. great guy. Fished with me uh, a couple times. Uh, one first time was a couple of years ago, doing land charters, and then second time he uh, he fished at Everglade, he caught like 80 90 fish that day on a fly in and then he, man, he had a blast, you know uh, good guy, good guy. yeah, yeah, that pretty
2: much yep. uh, that pretty much you've already jumped pretty much jumped into what my next question was uh what species do you cover, you know, mostly targeting okay, yeah. and um, species species and also areas
1: I, um, Well, when I do land, uh, I target peacocks, but you know now and then you catch uh, a jaguar jaguar um, aka black bass. That's what they call them in South America. You know, they're black and white, you know, pretty cool looking. Um, my Ciclid, they're everywhere, spot tilapia. Um, but mostly we, we target peacock bass, you know? I mean, it's, you will catch Mayan. You will, they will hit, even spinnerbait, the big one will hit spinnerbait when, you know, um, I have my clients try to catch snakehead. Boom, you know, you catch peacock with spinnerbait, you know, usually the big one, uh, swimbait, you know? Um, but for the uh, Everglades, during the springtime, you can catch up to ten species, as uh, peacock bass, uh, bass, largemouth bass, um, speck, you know, crappie. We call they call them speck down here, crappie, uh, bluegill, brims, uh, warmmouth bass, um, gar, bullfin, um, tiger Oscar, mine cichlid, all kind down here. Um, and uh in the in the summer and the fall water is a little high now so all the cichlid kind of push back into the grass but peacock bass and largemouth bass is always around you know um <laughs> but uh in miami uh my charters uh, for miami you know we, um, people like to, you know again target the peacock bass and uh it's that um you will catch i mean i'm good day you catch a good amount of, you know peacock bass um, but it's not, you won't get the same number as you fish in the Everglades. You know, I mean, my clients, you know, I don't have a day trip, four hours. I can put them on 40, 50 plus fish. You know, when you fish Miami, um, you might catch, you know, 15, 20, you know, that's a good day, but at least, you know, um, 10, you know, um, but they, they brighter color. You know they they're not dark as you know the peacocks in the Everglades now, um, and often you get a chance at a bigger fish. Like a couple of weeks ago, you know I put on my, my client's on a seven and a you know seven plus pound. You know he's gonna get that peacock mouth, beautiful beautiful marking pattern. It it was lit up, you know orange, yellow, blue on the tail, uh, turquoise on the cheek on the cheek here, beautiful fish. Um, Midas cichlid, you know big orange with a hum. Uh, you know, one of my uh, clients uh, call call it an alien fish because the way it looks. You know, big, home, big, you know, on the head. Uh, They're fun to catch. They're fun to catch, and um, that's it. But out in Everglades, like I say, you you can. Uh, <clears throat> there's more species for you to catch. You know what I mean. But largemouth and uh, peacock bass is a uh, uh, main species that we target out there. Gotcha. I hope so, that, uh,
2: so for your yeah. charters, um. Is it more just more specifically just fly or do you
1: do spinning too? Um, you know, um, I would say 80 80 to 85% of my clients, uh, fly anglers, fly clients. Um, when I started out, it was cast and line, fly fishing. I just want to focus on fly fishing. You know what I mean? But I know not everyone, you know, fly fishes. you know? So, um, I, I do fly fishing and light tackle spin um you know sometime uh my clients come you know bring his kids kids can't fly fish you know six seven eight year old kid nine year old kid and uh, you know i have spin gear you know spinning gear set up for him you know throwing artificial jerk bait you know a little spook top water you know when we first start out and then if, you know i i always like to try to get my clients catch fish on fly or, or artificial before i go over to light bait you know what i mean and, um, I mean, if you have a hard time casting or a hard time getting on fish, you know, I'll, I'll bring them to another spot. I was like, hey, you know what? It's, it's tough casting here. You know, a lot of the lead path, this and that, you know. Um, let's let's put on a shiner and bam, you know, fish on, you know. Um, I tell my clients, first time fishing, you know, uh, um, a lot of clients, just like the, 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 the real fly angler is, you know, you, you get the one, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You know, I just want to catch them on a fly. They don't care. That's cool. That's fine with me, you know? So I don't have to go, you know, tackle shop, you know, bait shop, you get, you know, get bait in the morning. Um, then some clients like, hey, I don't care. I don't care. You know, fly, lie bait, whatever works. So um, especially spinning, you know, um, some clients like, I, li- uh, I would like to catch them on uh, artificial. And I would recommend. I was like, you know what? Just in case they don't bite artificial, just that. Um, I recommend a few dozen of uh, light bait. You know, um, couple of dozen shiner, just to catch fish, have a good time. You know, with your wife or with your son. You know, blah blah. You know, and then the next time we can target them, you know, peacock back, Just just artificial. What do you say? And they like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. So the first time I want my uh, my clients to experience, you know, catching fish, have a good time with their family. You know, with their friends. You know, um whatever works, you know, whatever, um, you know, catch fish that day, you know, fly artificial light bait. So, they, you know, which is good. They, they all agree, you know,
2: sounds good. I mean, always yeah. gotta, always gotta prepare for plans a, B and C me and Bobby knows yeah. that very well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. But, uh, I, I, um, I do have, yeah, like I said, I, I have at least 80 to 85% of uh, my clients are fly anglers. And, um, you know, they they bring their own gear, uh, you know, they like to fish their own fly, you know, and uh, and just try, try getting only fly angler, you know, um, I won't be as busy as I am, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there's fly angler, there's spinning tackle, you know, you know, uh, light bait, you know, I just, I just want to be out there, show my clients a good time, you know, I mean, if they don't want to fly fish okay we can spin fish if they want to learn to spin fish um you know learn how to you baitcaster i'll help them with that too uh but mostly when i'm uh guiding the everglade just fly and spin um bait casting is only when i uh you know do snakehead charters you know gotcha and uh yeah so
2: uh just say for the first time trip like just say me and bobby wanted to come down right Like what we like? What do we expect when we get on your like your boat? Uh, What do we have to do to to prepare for a trip with you to make sure it just goes perfectly? Like, should we like?
1: Okay, first time you say say say, come down? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? This is it'll land a boat, You know, first time uh, you know fishing uh, down here. Um, I, I always you know talk to my clients beforehand. Explain them a little bit, you know how uh, how the fishing here, what technique we use, you know, to make them feel comfortable, you know, uh, you know, and then uh, uh, you know if if we, if they want to fly fish, I would ask them, you know, just to be honest, let me know so that way I I know what to expect and they know what to expect, you know. I was like, yeah, can you cast okay, you know, this and that. Um, if you and Bobby come here, you know, fish the air clay with me the first time, I was like, okay, you know, um. Again, I'll tell you what kind of species, you know, um, is uh, out in the Everglades. And, um, you know, um, what we would be using just a fly, you know, be like, hey, Kwai, you know what, early morning, let's do some popper, a little popper, you know, a little popper to lily pads, you know, a little, little pocket you see, you know, um, and um, just come out here and, um, you know, enjoy, you,
0: you will enjoy it, you know, you will enjoy it. Mm -hmm. the the one thing you didn't mention right there justin and eric kind of outed you a little bit here is (laughs) lunch with you apparently is very special (laughs) wait wait uh repeat that i said said, eric eric mentioned to us that your lunches are very special
1: oh oh yeah um you know what um that's that's my uh, other passion you know i have a lot of passion you know i'm an artist you know i I was a Tattoo artist, portrait artist, airbrush artist. You know, I was, uh, you know, I'm a fly fishing guy. Um, cooking. You know, I, I I work in a restaurant. My first job was uh, working a restaurant. So uh, I want to share. I, I want to show my clients the best time possible fishing, and since cooking is my passion, also I want to offer them, you know, lunch, you know, to 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 make the whole experience, you know, wow. You know, oh yeah, this is cool. You know, um, a lot of my friends say, hey, yeah, let's, uh, why do you charge them for lunch? I was like, no, you know, I mean, if, if, if they book with me, you know, for eight hours, you know, uh, at least something I, I could do for them. You know, offer them some, you know, nice lunch. I say, I just want to share my passion and food is my passion. So, you know, they have a good day fishing,
0: you know, a good meal
1: have a good time
0: you know give me give me your favorite meal canal side um you know a lot of my clients my
1: favorite i mean i i I cook all kind of different dishes you know um whatever my my clients uh i mean i have a menu on my website they pick i'll make you know um i have a lot of (laughs) i love food so i don't know which one's my favorite but my client's favorite is the pork belly with The caramelized pork belly and Franz with uh, pineapple and uh, the chicken beef, you know, and uh, of course, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the wings. pepper steak.
2: It's got to be the steak. wings. I think it's the yeah. wings. People say it's the wings. I hear from the wings. <laughs> yeah, the wings. I'm, t- yep, that I'm telling to, you guys, man, to, you guys. Um, log matter of fact,
1: he- I just add that to the menu. Why? Mm-hmm. I just add the wing to the menu. Nice. Yeah. Right. You guys. So lock- before
2: the it- uh, pork belly, you know. Mm-hmm. If you guys yeah. get on his website and check it out, some of his pictures are fish, but then he has a whole section of just food. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice just...
1: day. You know, it's something I could uh, offer to my clients. You know, I mean, uh, they come down here, they fish with me, and uh, it's something uh, <clears throat> to make the like I say to make the uh, uh, a venture more complete. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's definitely memorable. Yeah, um, I fish yeah. a lot of guides up uh, in the in the Catskills area. Yeah. Uh, and, and, a, and a couple of them just give you like the gas station sandwich, you know, which it's yeah. fine and everything, but yeah. there's a couple of guides that do a home cooked meal, you know, yeah, yeah. A homemade yeah. pasta, salad, chicken yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you know what you're, it's a long day of fishing, And that midday yep. break with yep. a yep. good meal really, really yep. lifts your spirits, <laughs> even, even yeah. if you're not doing very well. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Even, even though it's called Sean lunch, but you know, we eat on a boat, you know, yeah. Just like you know the steelhead guy up north, you know they, they you know, with the drip ball, you know they they, 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 would have little setup on the on the
0: shore. You know, it's it's nice, you know, it's nice, you know. Yep, yep. Justin, let me back you up a little bit because you started talking about it for a little bit, but I want to understand a little bit more about peacock biology. Okay. Uh, and what I mean by that is you you mentioned structure, so you're looking for lily pads. It sounds like I don't know rock piles, drop offs, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But is that not where all the fish you're holding are largemouth bass, not just along with them? Or are they in two different schools in two different spots? Or is it just all good the question. fish are usually congregated in one area? Good good, good question. Um,
1: before I get to that, uh, the holdings and, you know, uh, stuff like that. Um, I, I would like to share a little peacock for a listener, um, how they were introduced here, you know? Yeah, of so course. The yeah. Peacock, the peacock bass were introduced in uh 1984 by FWC uh, to control uh, the invasive Calabia, okay? And um, I believe, um, and uh, there were two, two species we introduced, the The one we catching now is the butterfly peacock bass and uh, the speckle uh, butterfly. I uh, know, uh, yeah, that's butterfly and the, the, the speckle uh, peacock bass were the two species from peacock bass that were introduced. But the other um, species didn't survive because I, I guess their spawning cycle were longer, you know. I mean, those are the ones that get up to like 10, 15 pounds her, you know. Um, and they, they thrive, you know, and it, they become so popular, you know, and uh, they they were doing their job. You know, they were doing their job by, you know, getting rid of uh, tilapia. I mean, there's some tilapia, but they, they, they did uh, quite well, you know. Um, back to holding. Yeah, um, structure, they're, amb- they're an ambush predator. So, um, you know, um, under rocks, bridges, they like to hang out there. I mean, if you cast a fly, I like to work it fast. Okay, they like it fast. Um, so if I cast a fly near a structure, I would strip, boop, 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 one, two, I'll let it sink, and then just quick strip, one, two. Three, switch it up. One, two, three, sing. One, two, three. Boop, 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 boop. They, you know, they just shoot out from underneath the, the ledge of the rocks and just poof, smack them. But every now and then, um I work the bank. You know, you get a little grassy bang and they, they're hiding underneath those grass. So, you know, again, just like snakehead, cast down the bang and strip along the grass, let it sing a little bit, they come right out. They come right out,
0: you know. Um so yeah, so do they, you find they, if you're if you're catching like tilapia or something, which I'm guessing the peacocks are eating, it sounds like, from what they were introduced. Do you do you move on from that spot or is that just.
1: Uh, no, every now and then you, you, you catch one, you know, this is that. But um, then uh, if I see peacocks around, sometimes I sight fish for them, you know, um, I don't fish. I don't target, you know, when they're bedding. I don't target them, you know, I mean, because, you know, those peacocks, when they're betting, they're really not hitting the fly. Um, you you catch a fly right by them and they kind of like try to scare away, try to blow it, you know, like, you know, they keep doing that. So I, I tell my clients, I was like, OK, those fish are betting, you know, um, I mean, they, they hit anything. That's why guys down here catch them on bear hook, uh, you know, and Jake, you know, um, when they're betting, we just move. We leave them alone, especially when they with the fries, you know. I see peacock bass, you know, a largemouth bass and a steakhead, you know, swim, you know, in the same body of water or holding in the same spot sometimes, you know, and um, sometimes you see uh, a pair of peacocks with their fries and you see Mayan cichlid on both sides, even, and largemouth bass come near and, you know, one of them would try to chase them away. You know, you will catch a Mayan or, you know, other
0: cichlid out here when targeting the peacock bass, you know, um, but, uh, is spawning season the same for largemouth? Does that happen in the spring? In the spring and you get some late spawner to like late, you know, August, um, September
1: even, uh, we just saw a pair, um, Miami last week and we saw a nice female, nice female and, um, my clients, he, he was ready to cast and I was like, wait, 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 you see that ball fries? No, she's protecting her baby. Let's leave her alone.
0: You know? Um, yeah. So, so when's the best time to come down and fish with you?
1: Um, does it matter? I like springtime. I like springtime, but I told like I told Kwai is peacock is year round. Um, sometimes it's slow down in uh, December, January we, we get the cold front come in. You know the bite slow down a little bit, but we still getting them on pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, April, May, June. You know the summer months good. You know, uh, spring towards the summer is really good. But, again, you know, it's year-round. You can target them year-round for peacock bass.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep. So so go back to location because um, you started by saying they're everywhere, but then you said they're not really everywhere. They're, they're in exactly. specific spots, exactly. right? Um, yes. Yeah, so again, it's... you know, I call,
1: I call them, you know, those, those are dead canals. Um, maybe that's not enough uh, bay fish for them, not enough um, cover or grass or the water, you know, uh, the quality of the water you know you never know um but some canals like i say you can walk for 30 minutes you you can't catch a peacock you know and some canals you might catch you know one or two you know that's certain canal um canals that connects to lake you know i, I like to uh find cover, you know um and and, and target them there because they can you know go through the cover to the lake they they can move around easily you know what i mean um yeah you just gotta put in the time and uh try to find them because i mean you can stop by hitting heavy canals you see you know if if, if you know you catch a few there good size or you know and then it's good but um to, so do yeah. yourself, to do yourself i i recommend anybody just like anywhere you go to fish you know uh, support your local guy you know, save money on gas, you know, uh, save the time, okay, uh, just, just hire a guy, a local guy for a day, support a local guy, you know, I mean, and you almost, well, guarantee, you know, they will put you on fish, but also, you can learn other, you know, different techniques, or whatever,
0: you know. Yeah, um, I, it, I can't it, agree more with that, that's, yeah, that's one of my yeah. go-to, whenever I talk to somebody, they're like, where do you go fishing, and how do you learn so much, and it's always about finding a local guy that knows the water knows where to put you and it's really not about like I mean if you get a real fisherman right that's moving into the area right you you have to be a little bit worried about them stealing your spots right and everything but at the end of the day there's usually so much water and that guy is usually there for one trip so it's usually not a huge concern for you right but you'll learn so much from the local guides exactly exactly yeah but but let me ask you this because it's something that mesmerizes me about Florida. Every time I'm down there and I'm just in the car driving from the airport to my hotel, there is lakes and canals everywhere. Yep. A- and if you tried to do what you are describing up here in the Northeast, uh, you probably would be shot on site or arrested for trespassing or, or or at least getting yelled at nonstop. Yeah. Is it a similar situation in Florida or is this like an ask for permission or is this an ask for forgiveness first kind of thing? Um,
1: You know what, there's no fishing, you know, you come down Florida, as you know, you know, you're going to see no fishing sign everywhere, you know, Um, as long as you don't enter like gated community, okay, Um, some community will kick you out, they have security, and um, some, you can't just walk around like behind the house one time, you know, they, they won't say anything. But I try to avoid getting to spots like that. I mean, that's canal alongside of you know the highway turnpike here, you know a little pond here and there um, you can fish those you know and they, they hold um freshwater tarpon and snook you know the um the one that close to um on the east of Turnpike over here because uh, all the big all the bigger canal um you can target um. I would stay away from like gated community if they have no fishing sign there. At all. I don't, you know, I don't want to get arrested for trespassing or taking my clients there. It's just not too professional. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that. That's other canals. That's other uh, public lake that you can fish and that hosts good peacocks. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, I recommend. Uh, I recommend you guys. Uh, you know, if if the water looks good. Make a cast. That's what I tell everybody, if it looks good, if, you, if it looks fishy, go ahead, fish. Find out. You, you know don't what I mean? tell them to cast a line? See what <laughs> I did there? I tell, I tell them, come, <laughs> come, cast a line with me, yeah. you, know? you know, when I advertise. Hey, come, cast a line, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's a lot of water. You you know, try to stay away from, uh, the, you know, the private game community, you know. Um, you're fine. That's other, you know, area you can fish. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah. Um all right, let's have some fun now. Um let, let's hear some memorable stories you had, memorable catches. I know you run into a lot of crazy fish down there. Um you ever catch anything extremely strange and that was interesting? Did you ever get like a crocodile or something on the line? Yeah, I did. I did.
1: <laughs> um my first time uh, experience uh, with the gator was uh, I was guiding and uh I was on land and uh, I was near the bank trying to get his fly snagged up from the grass, you know? And I look over and I, I saw a part of the tail, you know? I was like, man, that looks like a, like, like a gator. And my client's like, point oh, his rod tape. He's like, it is a gator. His head's right there. And I back up, you know, he was a little small, you know, three, four footer, you know? And that was the first time. And um, one time I went to Glaze, my client was using a popper. Oh, you know? gator on the top water plug. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, uh, pop, you know, and it, you see this gator start swimming away. He's like, what do I do now? what do I do? I was like, I don't know. You're on your own. <laughs> you know, I never hook a gator. <laughs> so of course, you know, he pulled up, broke up the fly. And, uh, yeah, fishing out Everglades, you just, it, they, 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 shy, they scare of people, you know, they go down when, you know, both drive by, just, uh, just don't feed them, you know, um. Like by those ram, um, tourists would come. People would travel to I-75. Right they're from uh, Naples to Fort Lauderdale. They would stop, and they would fish along, you know, um, the bank by the ram. And uh, you know, they, they throw the fish back. So you know, when whenever gators see human, they swim towards the bank, especially at, the, uh, at those rams there. And uh, other than that, they they very uh, spooky. You know, they see your boat. You know, drive by, they, they they go down. You see the hat, they start going down, you know. Not, not a worry. But I, w- I wouldn't recommend kayaking, though, you know. I mean, especially during mating season, you know. They get, you know, they get a little aggressive, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, a- any famous people ever on your boat yet? Um, on my boat? Um, yeah.
1: Well, um, I get uh, I have one NFL player. Um, Back when I was guiding, and, you know, for Steelhead, I had a a, a few, you know, um, one of the coach, uh, just from, uh, the Giants, um, and down here so far. No, just one, uh, one, uh, NFL player
0: from Miami. Yeah. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, uh... no, 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 not, not Miami. Actually, he, he's a, uh, he played for, um, the West coast.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Oh, all right. That's yeah, even yeah, yeah.
1: No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, famous, famous. I mean, I know he he he's guided a couple of famous fishermen that we know. I mean, you met him at ICAST, uh, Crazy Alberto. Let's let's oh, hear yeah. his let's oh. hear, man, let's <laughs> hear his trip. Let's hear My his buddy, trip.
1: yeah, we we good buddies. Um, Alberto came here, and uh, you know, we we did uh, you know some land uh, fishing for peacock bass and uh, snakehead, which uh, was a great day. Um, you know, we caught a lot of peacock you know, on an artificial and uh snakehead. And, um, you know, it was, it was fun. He's a crazy guy. <laughs> you tell me that name actually is real. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good friend of mine. Yeah. Great guy.
2: I honestly wish I had enough fishing energy as he does at his age. Than i do now i don't even want to be awake past 11 o'clock that man would fish for like four <laughs> that
0: man would fish for here, you know like he doesn't at, start like till to 11. he yeah, doesn't start like, till 11. Uh, he doesn't
1: sleep till like two days later yep yeah, like i told kwa bobby um he invited me uh to do a, a marathon fishing with him you know which you know maybe a day or two i was like no you know what gonna, i can't man i got four <laughs> kids when i'm not guiding i gotta cook i got you know i gotta watch my kids uh, I don't have the energy like you, man. <laughs> so, I, I haven't been at a marathon uh, with him yet. I Maybe feel like one he, must, day.
0: he must always be on a marathon, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he fish I mean, I, I, he fishes hard. I mean, he fishes through the night,
0: you know, to the day. I don't know the guy ever sleep, you know? <laughs> I mean, there's there's a reason he's the best, right? Yep, yep. Yes, indeed. Um, all right, so, let's step back from fishing for a little bit, just to talk about your life here. Cause you just mentioned you got four kids and, and yeah. obviously a wife. And so when you're not on a guy trip, is that mostly where your time is spent taking care of the family? Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you do on your days off?
1: You know, um, you know, clean my boat gear, getting ready for next charters um, cook for the kids, you know, uh, playing with my son. Um, he just, Turn four in April, so I like to spend a lot of time
0: with him. Are they you all know? into fishing now?
1: Um, my uh, my 15 and my 12, um, used to fly fish a lot up north, but they kind of, you know, they got a little lazy. That you know, when we moved out, oh, too hot, Daddy, it's too hot. <laughs> but last year I tried to, you know, bring them out a little bit, you know, catching a few peacocks in there, you know, um, over the summer, um. My youngest daughter, she's six now, but she caught her first uh, peacock bass on a fly with a three-way, so I'm proud of her. And oh, my son caught nice. his first fish before he turned four um, on a shiners light bait, and he's pretty excited. I try to I try to bring them out, you know, as much as I can. But when I'm not guiding, you know, I help them with schoolwork and you know, cooking, making dinner, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, you know. So I'm a busy guy. I'm I'm sure you are. You're much busier mm-hmm.
0: than me or
2: Qua. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't do nothing but sit on the couch and eat all day. That's what
0: we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, um. All, all right. So one of our favorite questions now. Tell us. I mean, you you fish a lot of exotic places. It sounds like Vietnam, Miami, Indiana. But yeah. Ultimate fishing adventure for you would be where? And I'm guessing it'd be fly fishing somewhere, but where would you go what would you do uh
1: i'm glad you asked me that so i'll share uh, with you guys that um i would say five four or five years now um i wanted to work with a buddy um he takes clients to colombia and brazil you know or uh, the peacock the giant peacock bass there and you know those tiger or vampire fish you know um but it was hard for me you know again you know with the family and everything and i was very busy guiding up north for steelhead uh, i couldn't go you know but um if i uh, if i have more time maybe you know in a year or so i'd like to uh you know travel to colombia and fish for those peacock bass in brazil you know and of course um i'm planning to uh take clients to uh vietnam to fly fish the mountain up there for a uh, blue much I, I was telling Qua earlier that's like the number one. Uh, on top of a list for flying angler is machir. Um In India, they have the golden one,
0: and um, they look like carp in a way. I was gonna say, and, okay, what what family are we talking here? Because honestly, I've never. Yeah, they heard of look it, they so. look like
1: carp. The golden machir, uh they look like carp. The scale look like carp. They fight really well. They get really big in India, but in Vietnam, we have some uh, blue one. You know, um, you know, like trout, not too big but um just they beautiful fish and uh you know and uh you know of of way up in the mountain untouched water you know um but yeah i like to uh, travel to south america and fish for um the giant peacock bass that they have down there you know and um golden uh, dorado
0: i was gonna say they got golden dorado down there that's one that i want to tangle with yep yep golden dorado they pretty much look like 12, huh? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, uh,
0: only only mundy,
1: they got bear mundies, yeah. don't they?
2: South America. Bear today. Monday,
1: Vietnam. Uh, we have bear Monday. Um, Australia, yeah, bear Monday.
2: I know down in I know down in Florida
1: there's a, uh, there's, yeah, a, there's, Florida, a there's a lake there's a um, there's a lake right that they you could pay yeah, to go fish for that's bear a Monday. Uh, bear mundy farm. You can get in. You can you know um, get in there and, and fish. I guess you know, up in Central Florida somewhere on monday yeah justin let me ask you this then
0: do you, do you yeah. keep any of these fish do you eat any of them being a chef
1: uh you know what every now and then i bring a snake head home and, you know um i make uh i grill i make spring roll my wife loves spring roll um with the snake, snake head. head spring roll yep like a bobby's, no eye. bobby's yep. eyes just lit up no here. Way. <laughs> Snakehead spring roll oh and um i uh, um i cook in a clay pot quite Ooh, probably no you know yeah. um yeah, with uh, pork belly, mm-hmm. braised uh, snake head in a uh, in a clay pot, and I cook um, traditional Vietnamese uh, sour soup with yeah. um, you know, with a whole bunch of uh, vegetable like tomato and um, you know the catfish. We cut, we clean them and we cut a little steak. We don't fillet them, you know, a little steak, you know, and um, yeah, it's 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 very uh, popular traditional uh, Vietnamese home cooking meal. He's talking uh, about language. Head. He's talking yeah. about my language, man. You know. yeah. I've talked to you so about when you guys before. when you guys come down here. That's what we're gonna do. We do a catch and, cook.
0: Catch and okay. cook. Oh yes, that is so my outlet. okay. Yeah. Okay. I talked to Qua pa- about this. We were. I I have never eaten a snakehead. I've caught in a couple now. Quite a few, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But just the water we catch them out of is yeah. not like the best water at all. It's it's polluted. It's yeah. I mean, I won't I won't uh, say where it is, but it's it's just not it's not pretty. So not. like the yeah. fish comes you out of it.
1: I, I guess it's okay. I'll bring home once, you know, uh, one, uh, you know, once in a while, I'll bring one, you know, home. And uh, usually, uh, you know, bigger canals that connects to the Lake more, you know, uh, they say the water is polluted here. Yeah. I won't eat, but you know, people, people keep them, people, people, people eat snake and they tend to like it. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, if I, it. if I catch one in like a really shallow, a lot of garbage, you know, looking, you know, canal then I probably won't take it home. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, they 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 good eating they good fish yeah you know white uh, meat and, from what i hear know, no fish they're fishies, very good eating it, man you know they're good yeah when you come all down right. here we're gonna we gonna do a catch and cook we're gonna that's do it a, a catch, catch and
0: cook i love it okay yeah we do gonna do a, a charter. when you gotta come down we are visit me that's perfect just like my cast and blast i feel like cast and blast <laughs> that's it
2: all right uh Pretty much, uh, yeah, this is near the end where we start wrapping everything up. Um, Justin, please let all of our listeners know your social media, websites, any shout outs you have, any of those companies that you represent. Let the listeners know.
1: Well, um, well, you mentioned some of my, uh, you know, uh, company I'm Prostat at with, uh, like Nautilus. I've been with Cortland Line for a long time. They're really good to me. Uh, matter of fact, um, the president from uh, Cortland Line, uh, John. He, he he helped me name my son, you know, I named my son Cortland. Uh, his mi- the middle name is Joseph, you know, Cortland, Joseph, we call him CJ, you know, uh, Joseph is after Joe Humphrey, the father of modern fly fishing. And Joe, oh, uh, yeah. um, Joe Brooks, the father of my, uh, modern fly fishing and Joe Humphrey up in uh, Pennsylvania. Joe Humphrey, Mister. My, uh, yep. my Penn State. Yep. 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 So, that, uh, yeah, Joe Brooke and Joe Humphrey. So his middle name is Joseph. And, uh, you know, I, I, friends like, oh man, you named your, your your son after a line company, after your sponsor. <laughs> hey, you know, it's, uh, it's a good name, Cortland. And uh, Sims, you know, uh, Riley Rots. I'm with uh, Riley Rots. They are based on Virginia. They make awesome fly and spin rod. That, that's all I use. Um, yep. And of course, Nautilus real here in Miami. Yeah. And, uh,
2: yeah. Pretty good. How about how about well, your social media, like your website, and
1: like where can people find your social media? And have yeah, they book you, you, like you for to a trip? Come out here and uh, you know, get on some peacock bass and other exotic or snake hat, You can check me out. Uh, my website is uh, castalineflightcharters.com dot com. Um, same as uh, Facebook business page and uh, Instagram. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. If you have any question, you can email me at uh, Captain Justin at castalineflightcharters dot com. Um, any question at all about my charters, uh, about my, you know, about, uh, uh peacock bass and snakehead out here, feel free, uh, you know, uh, shoot me an email and I'll be glad to, uh, answer all that. Sounds good.
2: Uh, once again, Captain uh, Justin, uh, thank come you. Come cast a for- line. Come yeah. cast a
1: line. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about, you know, family, friends, fishing and food. So come cast a line, but I tell all my clients, you know, you gotta catch fish before I feed you, you know, <laughs> deal, you know, it's yeah, a good deal, right? Catch fish, I'll feed you.
2: That's definitely a good, good deal. If you don't catch a fish, we're throwing you overboard.
1: That's just how it yo, works. Yo, yo. Yeah, All right. No bananas on the ball. Otherwise, I'll kick you up to, uh, to a gator and a shark down here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, once again, Captain Justin, thank you for uh, hopping on with us on this podcast. It was very enjoyable. A lot of great stories. A lot of great techniques. A little history about the peacocks. Um, Me and Bobby's definitely going to find a way to get down there. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you again for uh, inviting me on the show, Bobby. And, uh, you know, thank you. Uh, and uh, it's nice meeting you. You know, nice being on the show. And I hope, um, you know, I I give a lot of, uh, you know, um, answer all your questions, you know. And uh, it was great. It was great talking to you guys. Yes, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, fish, of course, catch and cook. OK, Bobby? I love it. <laughs> so once again, lady, once again, guys, if you guys
2: are visiting the South Florida area, we're talking specifically the Glades, uh, Miami, uh, South Beach, Fort Lauderdale, that area, reach out to Captain Justin. You know, you can find him on Cast You know, Cast the Line Charters. If you check out his Instagram, you'll definitely understand why we recommend him to, you know, just the first time visiting. Yeah, send
1: me an email, shoot me a text, um, you know, 954-681-CAST. That's cast C A S T two two seven eight. Perfect. That's my. Uh, I'll that's tell my you hamburg. what I, I just I just yeah. jumped
0: on his website. To click on Shore lunch because he's got me all <laughs> hungry here. Oh my God! Does some of this food look delicious?
1: Yeah. I just add the wings and the uh, honey chop, the grilled honey chop on the menu. Oh yeah, yep. I have yep. For my you know clients to, you know to choose, and uh, you know I'm all catch and release for peacock bass, but if you liked uh, I mean uh, target snakehead. And if you have time, um, I'll be glad to take you out on a charter, catch a snakehead, you know, like I would do for you and uh, Bobby, you know, catch and cook. If you have time, you're welcome, you know, you're welcome to come down and fish with me. And you, you're like, hey, Captain, I, I want to try a snakehead. Can you make spring roll? I'll be happy to do that, too. You know, so make sure, you know, check me out. Come and catch a line. Sounds good. All right. Sounds well, good. One-
2: once again, Kevin Thank you. Uh, thank you for hopping on with us. Uh, me and Bobby's gonna stay on a couple of minutes to to finish up. But um, once again, we'd like we'd like to thank you for coming on. Again, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Justin.
2: It, it's been a pleasure. Thank
1: All you. right. Bye. Bye. All right. Have a good night. You too. You too, guys. All right, Bobby. Now that was a
0: wrap. He's a very, very interesting man, isn't he? I love it but I gotta tell you I am so hungry right now my god just talking about it snakehead spring rolls really oh my god yeah I don't, sound like I, a dream yeah no I've,
2: I've never even thought about that you know I cook I haven't even thought about making snakehead spring rolls that's
0: I could see it though I could definitely see it happening yeah but hey man I, I learned a lot about peacock bass it's not something I really think about too much you know yeah,
2: yeah, me me neither. Like, I mean, I, I know a little bit like from what I hear online and watch online about the history and how they were introduced in the eighties to like to control tilapia, but that's kind of the thing though. Like, you know, you know how they say our northern snakeheads are evasive, you know what I mean, and they have destroyed the economy. Like, why would they introduce another evasive species into an invasive into a, a water channel just to control another evasive species?
0: Yeah, I, I think it is, I mean, Personal opinion here, but it Mm -hmm. sounds like it was just somebody that wanted to catch peacock bass that released a bunch of peacock bass. Right. And now they have a great fishery. I mean, great for the state of Florida, honestly, because it brings a lot of people down there now Mm -hmm. to fish for specifically peacock bass. Exactly. Um, And and so, I mean, whether or not they controlled the population of tilapia or not, kind of a moot point at this point. Right. So uh, they're there. I think we should go get them. Yeah, I think
2: so, man. Is there any way we can introduce Peacock Bass up here? Ah, uh, it's a good question. You, you can experiment with that. I'll watch. <laughs> no, I'm not going to experiment with <laughs> that, but still. But uh, anyway, guys, um, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us with, on another episode of Ty Chases podcast um, with my uh, fill in co host for tonight, Mr. Bobby Norgard. Thank you, thank you, young man, for helping me out on this episode. My pleasure. Dan, we miss you. Yeah, but uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already done so, please make sure you like, follow, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. But besides that, me and Bobby's going to call it a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Keep those lines
0: tight. Yeah, tight lines, everyone.